Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of This Is Just The Beginning podcast. I hope you have had time to think about my last podcast as my introduction and this is my first real episode so let's get straight into it. As you've seen from the title, this episode is all about finding balance. Now what do I actually mean by that? As a student at university, I don't know, I just feel like a lot of the time especially being a fresher, we have this pressure, fresher pressure, I call it, um, to fit in. And it's kind of similar to when you move school or just being around like a school situation and environment. Uh, And especially, obviously that's enhanced being 18 at university in England where, you know, we can drink and club, etc. And that's what freshers is all about, about going on all these socials, fitting in, drinking. If you don't drink, you're cut out, right? No, that is not the case. I have friends here that don't drink a lot. They don't go on absolute benders like some of us do. During freshers, they really didn't drink. And to me, that is something that, I I, I don't wanna say I admired them, but I just wanna say that that was quite a brave thing for them to do, to actually not fall to the peer pressure. So I know a few others who felt the peer pressure and then just hated every single moment of drinking. Um, because I, like, you know, when you can just see when someone isn't enjoying sinking that pint or downing those shots. I know, I just saw it, but that was my fresher experience. The university I'm at isn't that big on freshers, well they are, but in terms of, it's like a, imagine like a, what I keep saying like, but it's not a city campus. So it's campus based away from the city. Um, and you kind of have to go on an A road, which is like a three lane A road. So it's pretty much a motorway, like one junction to get to the main town, the main city. And, you know, if I probably known that before I came, I might have not come here. But the university is just so good in terms of degrees and everyone does a different combination of degrees. That's what I think is so cool about this university. But other than the fact that social life just sucks, there's three clubs and they're shit. Let me tell you, I'm sorry, but they're so bad. Every time I go out, it's not a good time. It's not. And that's because as I'll get into it in this video, I don't really like going out anymore. But we'll get into that. So that's some context of my university, my fresher life so far. It is May, so I guess first year is almost over, which is so scary. And I was considering <laughs> dropping out multiple times from like November to February. I was in such a bad, bad place. So that's another episode, I think. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode on like when term actually ends, I'll do a what fresher life is actually like and what university is like that no one talks about like the secrets behind university that's what I want to get into but for today we're not gonna get into that we're just gonna get into finding balance in life and at the start of university I thought I had to throw myself into all the societies and that's kind of what I did especially with hockey um if you're familiar with university sports societies like I I really need to explain it to you it was brutal as a fresher especially just 
you couldn't do anything without them picking up on it or if you weren't there at training training wasn't actually as pressurized as I thought it would be but at the university I'm at I didn't know sport was so big I went to the pre-season hockey which was before the start of term which in itself I was like wow they have pre-season um but like it wasn't that big I guess because there there's only four teams and one of them is just like a social fun team anyway so it's not it's not a big sport uni but they make the most out of it they make the most of what they have and I think that's so cool but anyway first term I made myself go to all these social events and like I feel like in the past hockey could have been way more pressurizing like the initiations or adoptions or however you want to call them weren't that bad for hockey in fact I kind of enjoyed it it was so fun yeah we look like absolute weirdos running around campus I was just as a crab that's what like our group had to do but all these freshers literally running around eating god knows what rolling in god knows what downing so many tins of shit and cider we had baked beans poured over our head and yeah it was fun but it wasn't that brutal like I know that guys I know the rugby and even the hockey guys oh my god they absolutely ripped into them they all came back with different shapes in their hair shaved in or no hair so we're lucky no eyebrows but so I was lucky but I still kind of made myself go to all these social events and I was really put out of my comfort zone and I feel like the whole first term and melding into the second term I just enjoyed going to socials and going out and drinking and partying and doing all the university life I just found that draining and I just was enjoying it less and less to be real and before university I loved going out I loved drinking going out with friends clubbing parties house parties day drinking name it that's what I did that was my social life then I came to university I just did not enjoy it so I stopped hockey uh, in the second term and I just didn't go out and the very few times I did go out out if you want to use that phrase like to a club with the rest of my flat the rest of my friends I woke up the next morning with crippling anxiety you know anxiety um the hangover anxiety uh I hate it I honestly hate it because I'm a person that likes to get up in the morning, get on with their day. I have to get up early. I have to do exercise. I like to have a clear head. I just like to, you know, be alive. And it was those first hockey socials when I wasn't feeling so good the next morning. And I, I literally, I couldn't go to my 2pm seminar the next morning after the first one. I oh, I don't even remember how I got home. You only wake up to a text. Um saying oh I hope you got home safe I was personally looking after you you just feel this sheer embarrassment that's what happens most times after Wednesday circles as we call them but I just enjoyed it less and less and then it got to a point where I just didn't want to see anyone I didn't want to do anything so then my mum it was my mum that said you don't have to go to these social events you're forcing yourself to go you're forcing yourself to feel like shit pretty much and it's on you. 
So my mum has always told me that you always, always have a choice. In whatever you do, there is always a choice. Even if you feel like there isn't, there is. I know that's easier said than done, especially in the peer pressure world. But I think it is true. If you don't want to drink, yeah, what's the worst that can happen? What, you get a cut from the society? Good riddance. I know it is hard when you're trying to make friends, especially at the start of the year. So I was I was happy that I did make myself go initially because I did enjoy it to start with, obviously. That's, that was my scene. I loved doing that stuff. But then as I was enjoying it less, I was still making myself go. I just made it so much worse. But anyway, that, again, is some more context into my university life right now. A term passed and I didn't really go out. In the times I did, I really wish I didn't. And I'd, because I'm only an hour away from my home at this uni. So I remember I'd literally get a train or get my mum to pick me up the next day just because I couldn't do it. Like I just, that anxiety I felt the next day after drinking. Not because I was necessarily that hungover, but you know, the typical, you feel guilty for what you drank and you feel guilty for the night out mackies you had or the kebab you had or, you know, you just feel like shit and you feel gross the next day and just that guilty anxiety feeling. So I just, I I hid away so I just go home and I got to a point where I was going home so much that I eventually just stayed home for you know almost a week by the start of the second term and I just wanted to drop out because of the social scene but then like my flat everyone is lovely we all get on so well the first week we were all going to Tesco's um Tesco shops together we still do like we're still so close and I know that most flats are not like that. <laughs> like most flats, there's always clicks and people that don't get on. But no, we all get on so well, which I'm really happy for. Which is why people, like my sister, and my mum, they were all confused why, like I wasn't enjoying it. And even now, I don't know why I wasn't enjoying it. I think it's just because I didn't click with this university at all. I don't know why. Um, but we all knew when we came here that we did sacrifice kind of clubbing and social lives because we didn't like we didn't choose a city campus and this university is so academic it's all economics and maths everyone's doing economics or maths so they, th- they think I'm just stupid for doing languages which is valid I guess but like without them even knowing me I guess they kind of had that stereotype in mind anyway it's kind of annoying but anyway so god i'm so sorry i keep rambling on but i got to a point where all last term term two i just worked on myself i said to people i'm not going out i'm just doing what i want to do and that was kind of when i started my recovery journey with an eating disorder uh anorexia to be specific uh i don't like using that word it's too scientific. It, oh, I don't like that word at all. But I've got to say it because, you know, it's part of me, I guess, unfortunately. But so I've been battling that for the past year and a half now, kind of towards the end of the first lockdown. Well, it kind of started in the first lockdown. But I'm going to get into that in a different episode because 
otherwise this episode is going to be way too long but so last time I, I did have to I really put myself first without calling it like recovery but that's what I was doing just because I felt so out of touch with myself still and it wasn't until recently that I actually made the active decision to start recovery and start weight gain and actually want to be a different person a new person a new Ellie a new better me as cringy as that is but that's what I began to do so over the part like in 2022 so since January since that revelation revelation I always get that wrong it's like I think it's revelation of needing alone time I was doing it a lot and I was enjoying it and I am now I love alone time so much I'm by myself quite a lot to be honest but I just find it so fun because I'm really into all my journaling my yoga my hot girl walks and mindfulness meditation all these things you do alone pretty much um and that's my um morning routine and I love it yeah I am making more of an effort to go out more and this is what this whole episode's about but I do just love being alone in a really sad way but I think that's good a whole point of this journey of self-discovery is about being okay by yourself I've spoken to a lot of people about this and they say that they're scared of their own thoughts because I always say to my friends if they come to me with loads of problems and they just want to offload one piece of advice I usually give them is have you sat yourself down actively sat yourself down on your bed or when you're going to sleep at night and ask yourself why am I not okay or initially am I okay why not and actively sit there and speak to yourself through the pain through the problems just ask yourself what's wrong how you can go through it how you can deal with it and that's what journaling's about but I think the initial step to being okay on your own is to understanding who you are and that means going down right to the core it's so painful let me tell you it is the most painful thing I've done other than you know punish myself for a year with no food and God knows how many workouts a day, but again, I don't want to go into specifics on that one today because it might get emotional and yeah, it might get tricky, but like it's going to be a really shitty experience to sit yourself down and go through why you're not okay because usually it's quite a big problem and then you've got then that next feeling of shit, I've got to deal with this. Like I've actually got to get through this and it's all out in the open, and that is fucking scary, okay? I I do understand that, but it's literally so vital in this moment in time to start this process of self-discovery and finding out who you really are. For me, um, it didn't take much. It kind of, I've always been into the well-being and health and fitness and all of that kind of side, but it only took I don't really know what it was I just I'm following this person on Instagram who 
published, not published, posted just a picture of, I don't even remember what she was saying, but she was talking about journaling and kind of just a vibe of start now and it's not too late to start. And she was like preaching self-discovery and you matter more than anyone. And I was like, you know what? I went downstairs, um, got myself a notebook and a pen and just started writing. And I started writing, you know, affirmations and just such positive stuff. And just, yeah, literally one day I was like, right, Ellie, you are going to get better. You're going to recover whilst also finding out who you are and discovering yourself and what you enjoy. And right now that is prioritising myself. And because it's so easy, isn't it, just to put a bandage on things, i.e. surround yourself with those friends and drinking and going out to distract yourself from your own thoughts. But like me, that's what happened the first time of university. I just went down this spiral of self-hatred because I was doing that and I knew I was doing that to cover it up. So that just made the process of understanding what I was going through even harder and it was more painful ultimately. So if you start now, I mean, it's probably gonna be painful now, but it's just gonna get worse. And you need to confront your problems with yourself. You need to be happy within yourself. And, you know, I'm not preaching happiness. I don't like that phrase. I don't like the concept. It's such a social construction, happiness. Like what even is it? I think that's a debate up for grabs for someone else to do, but I'm not doing that right now. So I just went down this path of, as I said, self-disruption, and I thought it was time just to change my mindset because mindset is everything. And as cliche and cringy and just weird as it sounds to literally journal and get all your thoughts out and do affirmations and do gratitude, that sounds so bloody cringy, I know. And I thought that before I started it. It doesn't work with everyone. When I first started it, like a few months ago, I just wasn't in the mindset to do it anyway. So before you start it, you've got to be accepting of it. You've got like, for example, I was following other people who was doing it, influencers and some of my friends got into it and it's not spiritual crap. (laughs) I thought it was. It's not, it's just you in alone time, in the morning, in the evening, whatever works for you. I like to do both. Um, I like to kind of, I right, so how I journal is in the morning, I kind of find a quote or an affirmation like on Pinterest or I've got a book of affirmations for eating disorder recovery if I'm feeling more in that kind of funk that morning or I'll just find a random quote and kind of write my thoughts about it. So this morning was be patient with yourself, nothing in nature blooms all year. Also, that was kind of apt as well because you know it's spring and things are blooming so as I know that I guess could also be another metaphor analogy good timing I guess that I'm starting this whole self-discovery shit <laughs> during spring when things are blooming and I am becoming you know a butterfly from a caterpillar I guess <laughs> that is so cringy I'm sorry but what I'm trying to say in a long-winded way is that life is all about balance. No matter what you do, and this isn't spiritual, I'm not saying, was it yin, yin and yang? 
I'm not saying what comes around comes around, if that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying that. I just wanted to preach, I guess, the whole concept that it you can be alone and have this alone time and prioritise yourself whilst being social and vice versa. I think it's just so important to say that it's okay to be alone as obviously as long as it's not in a really sad way but I'm looking at it the other way around I'm in this process of prioritizing myself above anyone else which is such a good thing to do when you're 18 I think when you're just moving out of home going to university even on your gap year because that's cliche to go finding yourself but you've got a job if you just you're starting again so it is really key to do key thing to do um and obviously it's so fitting right now with my eating disorder recovery and I I do need to push past that but I found that easier and this whole weight gain concept right now um I found that a lot easier because I've I'm looking at it on a way that I'm starting a recovery journey for my mindset like I'm recovering my mindset and my brain rather than my body like I'm not having a focus on you need to gain this much weight I'm focusing on no you just need to get a better relationship with yourself first and food obviously and body image etc blah 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 again another episode um but and that is key to anything you're going through right now you can't necessarily recover from what it is you're going through you can't heal through anything without healing your relationship with yourself literally remesh that web between how you're thinking right now and how you want to think and just that new positive mindset it's never about finding who you once were because I'm sorry but that person is long gone the person I was before the pandemic before my eating disorder before everything all of that is gone I'm never going to be her again she was a child I'm still a child in my eyes but I'm not a 16 year old anymore I'm really not and you know that's really sad to think that I've moved on I've lived so many different mindsets since 16 and that's just so exciting this whole process of self-discovery is so enlightening it's so exciting you get to find out so many new things about yourself what you enjoy for example I love yoga and I've always been cardio hit girl who you know, I just do all of the hit workouts, sweaty workouts. And I never thought I'd do yoga and Pilates. But again, as part of ED recovery, I need to not do cardio. And that is something that I found really challenging. But the fact that yoga is connected to mindfulness and mindset, I don't treat it as exercise. I treat it as mindfulness and meditation and just a relaxation session, even though it is bloody, if you've never tried yoga and you slag it off, go try it, it's so hard, but I, I really enjoy it, it's, I have to do it every morning, <laughs> I have to do that and my walk every morning, and then I'm ready to go, Um, but yeah, I just wanted to just keep reiterating that a key to living and sustaining a healthy lifestyle in terms of friends and relationships and yourself is just to get this balance right yeah okay I'm prioritizing myself right now 
but I do also need to be social. Otherwise, I'm going to go down a different rabbit hole of, you know, when you've been around yourself too long and you start thinking too much. And I don't want that to happen. Like, as much as I'm enjoying it right now, I know that that can happen. And, you know, I'm in my last term of first year at university. I want to start doing stuff with my flat because I don't, last time I just didn't do anything. It's about saying yes to more opportunities whilst also just taking care of yourself. And I'm sorry if I've repeated myself a lot, which I know I have, but that's the main premise of, it's not even a premise anymore, is it? This is the end of the episode. <laughs> that's just what I wanted to get my message across. Finding a good balance between you and your friends and the clubs you do. But at the same time, don't feel pressured to join any clubs or to keep going back to those clubs if they're not making you feel happy. For example, peer pressure with drinking in sports societies. Even if your friends are peer pressuring you to do anything you don't want to do, there's always a choice and you can always say no. I'll leave you with that. Thank you for listening to my first proper episode on This Is Just The Beginning. And as the title says, it is just the beginning because this is my first episode again. So thank you very much. Not really much. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope to hear from you guys soon and hear some of your feedback. And yeah, I now have an Instagram as well. So I'll put that in the description Um, and go give it a follow. Go over to my blog at Perpetu and I hope you've really enjoyed this. So thank you and goodbye. Thank you.